Back in the game and well at the top, a king of the ring and calling my spies. I'm raising the bar to crank it the notch. I'm full of mistakes, cause life is a botch. Lights can get brighter and brighter. I walk through that curtain, my levels get higher and higher. Studied the best, and this generation I'm next. Super kick party, no doubt we just hit a suplex. Hooker by crook, survive if I let you, they stand to their feet. Sports in the What's team. going on, everybody? Fresh out the box. Stop. Look and watch. Have you checked your watch? Cause that means that life's a bot. Ladies and gentlemen, it's your boy, Highlight. Don't forget the real. In the building with Life's a Botch. Now I'm joined by a very special guest because unfortunately, fellas, unfortunately, ladies, my homegirl, Ash Benny, could not make it on today's episode. She has some matters to attend to. We wish her well on today and this week. Much love to you, Ash Benny. Uh, we'll see her next week, y'all. Don't worry. She will be back. She sends my love to y'all because she really, really wanted to talk some Vengeance Day. She wanted It was so much to talk about, uh, you know, wrestling-wise this week. But what we're going to do is we're going to... So we're gonna we're gonna pivot a bit, you know what I'm saying? Don't worry, we're gonna still talk some stuff, you know what I mean? But I got a special guest, so I gotta be a little limited with the conversation on today, but in a good way, because this is my brother, and it's it's not often me and him. We haven't really potted in a while together, so I'm I'm really actually excited having him on this show specifically, because <laughs> it's been, man, gosh, it's been since like maybe the early early days of life supplies, bro. Probably the pandemic was the last time I got on. Yeah! Wow, man. I think it was when. Hey, man! I think it was when Edge came back. Yeah, it had to be, bro. Oh my goodness, yo, man! Look, talk about (laughs) growth, bro. Wow, look how far we've come since that first (laughs) initial time of the pandemic years, bro. That's crazy. Well, ladies and gentlemen, so in case you're wondering, well, he seems and he sounds familiar, he looks familiar, but I can't quite put my finger on who this is. Well, ladies and gentlemen, this is the one, the only, the maestro behind Life's a Botch, behind the brand that uplifts Life's a Botch. Y'all might have heard me talk about it a lot when I close out the show, when I tell y'all where to find and follow me and this brand, I'll tell y'all to follow the brand behind the brand because we wouldn't have this brand if it wasn't for the man behind this brand. I'm talking about OPS Media Co. CEO, founder, creator, podfather as we call him in the OTS world because he is generally the podfather, uh, you know, the man with the plan. Let's see if I can remember that intro. It's been a minute. The man with the plan. He is the podfather, the most hardest working man in show business, and of course, your anti, anti cowboy loving, anti wait one hundred percent Celtic green pride wearing, none other <laughs> than my man, my brother from another, Mister Derek Myers. Welcome to yes, the show, sir. my brother. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Good to be back, man. Thank you for having me. Yeah, yeah. Good yes, to have sir, you back, yes, man. Sir. Look, I know you've been a you've been a busy, busy man because we know you've been doing every other thing from pre-production stuff with OTS, not to mention running things like the dope show. Shout out to my boy Chris Negron and Sideline Guys. Uh shout out literally the realish, uh, and my boy Matt and, and Chris Negron and so many other people on this dope, dope team that we have, man. But it's good. It's really great to have you back on Life's a Botch, man. Like I said, it's been a yes, minute, sir. my guy. Um, yeah, so, yeah. you know, things things have changed the business the last time we had. You know, we got formats now, you know what I'm saying? That's the beauty of growing and what we do. 
Uh, so we got segments and, and, and fun stuff that's going to get you involved, man. So yes, let's, let's, let's go ahead and just get it underway, man. Um, now, to those who don't know, my brother Derek is what you would call a casual professional wrestling uh, fan these days. Me and Josh, you know, shout out to my boy Gresh on least. Um, you know, we've been doing better getting my guy uh, re reacclimated into the pro wrestling universe. We've told him, hey, man, you know, it's not what it used to be anymore. It's getting better now. Triple H has been taking over and doing wonders. It's not perfect, but he definitely yeah. makes it a lot more enjoyable than it used to be. It's not outdated anymore, right? And it's fun to watch. AEW has helped with that because they have made them raise their competition up since they have an actual comp competitor on their level mm -hmm. to some degree. Not from a business standpoint, but just from a, a watcher's standpoint and money-wise, uh, you know, they have a competitor in a sense. So, uh, yeah, man, uh, this 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 is what made us basically get with my guy and say, we got to get you back into this thing. So uh, <laughs> how we do things right here, Derek, I'm going to introduce you to our, our first segment, inspired by none other than the man we will be talking about himself. Uh, the Rock himself inspired this, and it's called What's Cooking. Now, what is What's Cooking? Listeners, y'all already know what it is. Y'all know what's cooking. What's cooking involves none other than basically just a bevy of topics. It could be wrestling related. It could be non-wrestling related. It's basically just trending headlines out there, man. Just things that are going on in the world that we really don't realize what's going on. We just kind of like, wow, this is this is this is taking over the internet sensation right now. Um so like I said, this can be wrestling related. It can be non-wrestling related. Uh it's just or it's even just what's on your mind right now. Literally, what is on your mind. So Derek, good sir, in what's cooking, I would like to bring the flow to you as the guest and ask you, man, what's cooking in your universe right now? What you want to talk about, my guy? Man, um, actually, interesting enough, uh, before getting on, you know, they're bringing that back from from the Netflix series. I'm actually rewatching it, um, yes. to to remember, you know, all the things that took place during that series, so that I could, once once this comes back, you know, be good good to go with it. So I'm rewatching it, um, and also uh, uh, what's his name, uh, Pedro uh, Pascal. From uh, The Last of Us that played. Um, Ooh. Um, oh my God, why am I blanking on his name? Oh my God. <laughs> He's in The Last of Us. Oh, The Mandalorian. Yes. The Mandalorian, for others that, that don't know The Last of Us. Um, He's supposed to be in the Fantastic Four. Um, right now, I don't know which role he's going to be playing. I'm praying to God it's not. Uh, uh, Reed, Doctor Reed. I want. I really want John Krasinski to 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 play him. So, um, I mean, we'll see, we'll see. But I think we're gonna be seeing Doctor Doom come into the MCU pretty soon. So I'm, I'm, mm -hmm. I, I'm just, I'm really. I think I'm, right now I'm geared up in the whole Marvel universe right now, just because, um, this is make or break for me with them. Mm -hmm. You know, if they don't get their act together, I'm done. Is actually Come similar on. to to how um how I was with WWE, uh once once CM Ooh, Punk okay. left, yeah I think okay um if you don't get your ad together I'm not watching it anymore. Man, on the independent spotlight that we'll be releasing 
um, next week. Uh, we'll, we'll talk more about that later on in the show. But uh, we were actually, that was one of the questions we asked him, like, how would you fix the Marvel Cinematic Universe right now? And uh, to his response, it was more so, uh, you know, talking about Dr. Doom. You know, yeah. it seemed like Dr. Doom should be the one to replace Kane because you need a Dr. Doom level threat. Not quite Galactus, although I, I would have said Galactus, but like you said, only thing about Galactus, if you're going to go with him, some ish going to go down. And you're going to have to really call all the big guns for that. Yeah. <laughs> you know what yeah. I'm so, so, yeah. you know, Dr. Doom seems like a nice solution, but uh, what, what, so what, what, what are your ideas on that, bro? What do you feel? Yeah. I mean, Dr. Doom makes sense. I think um, at this point, what Marvel really needs to do is stop. Cause their issue was that they were, they were um, basing everything they were doing on their previous mm-hmm. success had nothing to do with anything else outside of what they had already done so it's kind of mm. like Vince McMahon living on the whole attitude era right that's Ooh, like what, yeah. that's how they did everything with this last phase so it's like every show like She-Hulk I, you know I know my uncle he absolutely loved She-Hulk I I I I didn't like it. There there was nothing about it that made me want more of She-Hulk. And they've already come out and said that She-Hulk is likely not going to have another season because Ugh. they didn't Dang. do anything with it. Like the character herself, like I like her character, but mm-hmm. there was no development. There was nothing within that that story that made me say, "Ah, we need more." Or, ah, "I want to see more of her in the MCU again." And that felt like they kind of yeah. botched that whole series. You know what I'm saying? Like there, there was nothing that made sense to me with it. I think this whole MCU, well, this whole phase. I, mm. I haven't watched the Marvels yet. I'm, I'm waiting until it comes out on Disney Plus. Comes out on the 17th, I believe. Me too. Um, me too. Yeah, I'm, I was not paying any money for that. But aside <laughs> I don't blame from you, bro. that. I've watched everything for this this phase, and it just there's a couple of things that were like promising, like Miss Marvel loved it, um, mm-hmm. uh, 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 Shang uh, Chi, that was another one that, mm. that was pretty good. Okay, but I don't think that there was anything in this phase that was like you have to. Oh, I'm sorry, the the last the last Spider Man that was good too, that was good too. Mm-hmm. But I mean, there's mm-hmm. nothing in there that was just like you know this is like. You're gonna rewatch it, and that that's another thing. How I base all of these things, these projects, how what's the what's the the value on it in terms of me rewatching it? Am I gonna want to spend my time to watch this again? Likely no. <laughs> this whole phase can pretty much get sucked down the toilet. I really don't care about it. So yeah, <laughs> Doctor Doom makes complete sense to reset, but I actually don't mm-hmm. think King the Conqueror was the was the the reason for this phase being horrible jonathan majors if we're going to be completely honest jonathan majors was one of the bright spots of this phase mm-hmm. he wasn't horrible at all he did his job he did a great job yeah. he was what made yeah. uh quantumanium bearable decent yeah oh, like, well, yeah, <laughs> yeah. quantum wasn't a good movie he was just the best part of it Right, like his character mm-hmm. was really good. Loki season two, I know a lot of people loved it. I was confused. 
I, I really don't know where we were going with it. You know, like yeah. visually it was appealing, but where, where are we yeah, going? That was that was that's my point. Season one, uh, Loki felt better. I mean, I will say the season finale of season two definitely gave a, a vibe where it was like, like mm. Loki's on a whole different power level now. It was like, right. oh. Yeah, he makes Thor look like a chump now. <laughs> you know what right. I'm saying? Like, so again, do. what are we doing with that? Like, is, is it yeah. going to be a face-off? I know Tom Hiddleston already, you know, is pretty much done with the character. So is Loki coming back? Are we are we gonna have are we gonna have a a, a, um, a different version of Loki? You know what I'm saying? Like, mm-hmm. is someone else gonna pick up the character? So I'm kind of like, I'm wondering what's going to happen in this next phase. You know, mm-hmm. Deadpool. That's gonna be a great movie. So Deadpool and Daredevil to me are already the only ones that I'm looking at right now. That's like, okay, you have you have the foundation set. You know what I'm mm-hmm. saying? So you have to bring Doctor Doom in. And you have to bring the X Men in. Yes, that's the only yes, way. Definitely really the X Men. Because I, I think the problem, agree. their problem is that they're trying to bring back the glory days with like the Avengers. The X Men mm-hmm. can be your new Avengers. Mm-hmm. What like they what can. are we talking about here? Yeah, it's. I've been waiting on the X Men to get justice since it really the first movie to be yeah. honest man because it was because they weren't um, good <laughs> they, they weren't, weren't good. like as a kid from a nostalgic standpoint well mm-hmm. nah who am i kidding i kind of remember hating it even as a kid but at the same time i still just appreciated it because it was on live screen like live yeah. action right yeah so for that to see actual claws coming out of wolverine was like man that's what that looks like in real life like cool you know as a kid you always yeah man what would that look like in in, in yeah. real time right um so to see that kind of stuff was cool seeing uh you know well nah beast i won't say beast i'll say nightcrawler in x2 you know seeing yeah. that even though it was a disappointment of what they did with them to see the yeah. teleportation of them you know all of that kind of stuff how they made them creepy Yet he was totally a nice dude because he's a nice guy. He just comes off creepy because mm-hmm. he hides in the shadows. Like all yeah. those things made me say, Yeah, I love, I love what they were trying to do, but I hated it at the same time because it just didn't yeah. add up. You know, it didn't add um, up. Yeah, it didn't. So yeah. that's that's good insight, bro. I, I, I like that. I like that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. So and I, I need them to uh, I need them to address the Mahershala Ali situation too because he's playing. Blade. Oh yeah, Blade. Yeah. And when yeah. he brought in the Netflix canon, he was already in that as a different character. So it's kind of like I need to know mm-hmm. what the I'm ha- I have trust issues with the MCU, and I didn't think I was going to have that. <laughs> you know who who whoever did? I mean, it was one thing we already knew not to trust DC. Because they let us down alone. Yeah. Yeah. But yet for Marvel to do this this was like, dang, bro, you 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 had it. The perfect recipe. And you let it slip. So Mm -hmm. I guess to be fair, we can somewhat maybe blame the pandemic, but nah, maybe not. I don't know. You know, maybe the the pandemic, man. (laughs) I don't even blame the pandemic. it's it's just they got lazy. When you, when you get lazy, you it's like in a relationship, right? Like when you're in a relationship, 
and and one one party just takes the other party for granted and just gets lazy and just doesn't care about what happens anymore. You know, you don't have, you mm-hmm. have you're not doing a sweet talking thing anymore. You're not like trying to woo this person. You're not you know uh, uh, going out on dates and stuff like that. You just take them for granted, right? So you have the opportunity to get that love back, but you're on a short leash. You're on a short leash. If you're not, if you're not doing the work, hmm. <laughs> we mm. might be breaking up, bro. Like that's what's like yeah, that's no. that's that's where I am with the MCU. So you know they they have the opportunity. They have the opportunity to prove themselves. This is your first time. You've messed up, right? Mm-hmm. You messed up. Mm-hmm. You had the opportunity to, to to win me back, but. Whisper seems some sweet nothings in my ear, man. Like, let's, 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 what you got? <laughs> yeah, what you got? What you I got? mean, bro, you know, <laughs> you know, it's, it, it, that's, that's truth, man. And that's one of those things, you know, we can, we can definitely, you know, we're going to, we're going to say that for a realish conversation yeah. in a real in depth situation because, you know, I don't want to bore you guys too, too deep. But, you know, we, like I said, that's what we do uh, here on yeah. Life's Box with What's Cooking. We talk about non wrestling related topics as we get into it. And MCU is one of those where you can go like super forever with all the oh yeah yeah, the, yeah. what y'all did here and there you know and that's not even including the what if because I didn't even realize it was a season two and was like oh crap bro the, I, I didn't know that episode. was out I only watched one episode <laughs> I didn't know it was out so I was like oh okay yeah and I forgot to go back to yeah. it because I started watching uh, Daredevil so yeah pretty much yeah so it's, it, I mean it's it's cool you know we gonna we gonna definitely get into that. Uh, in the in the realest universe under the OTS network, man. So y'all, if y'all like yeah. that little brief conversation, uh, for my Marvel lovers out there, my nerds out there, um, make sure you check out shameless plug. Make sure you check out Realish under the OTS Media Co umbrella. And believe you me, you can hear all movie uh conversations, film, TV, all that good stuff, including Marvel cinematic universe stuff um so i'm gonna tell you what i'm gonna i'm gonna talk about real quickly um now i ain't gonna lie i'm not too familiar with this person's music i do remember the name uh but i just found out or not just found out like obviously i've known this since probably like maybe yesterday but i want to on a serious note send prayers thoughts and condolences to the family of toby keith country music singer who passed away uh on I believe yesterday it was, and uh, yeah, Toby Keith passed away. Toby Keith, yes, sir, he passed away, man. Oh, passed away. Snap. Yeah, bro. Um, wow. Sad day, you know, and and a lot of and and this, in a sense, is kind of wrestling related because to those who know about Toby Keith, he actually um, did quite a thing. He was a big wrestling fan. Uh, he he did some stuff in uh, TNA. A little bit, you know, have a little little situation with Jeff Jarrett, a little beef him and Jeff Jarrett had, yeah. <laughs> you know, yeah, um, in KF. And uh, you know, I believe he might even did some things for uh WWE, I believe, as well. But um, yeah, man, the wrestling world has been showing their love and condolences to the family of Toby Keith. So uh again, I didn't get a chance to really listen to this brother's music. You know, I'm not the biggest country fan, even though I kind of get into it, but I do remember his name and I remember hearing him a lot. So, you know, again, he was definitely one of those like mainstream uh, country artist personalities. And so our, our thoughts and prayers go out to Mr. Toby Keith. I hate that I can't name a song. Like I said, maybe I'll, you know, I'm, I'm a lot more seasoned now with my open knowledge of music in terms of outside my basic 
genres that I prefer uh, because I do listen to everything. So, you know, country was just always kind of like on the bottom of that list over the years, but I've grown more accustomed to actually checking it out. And so I may go back and have to let y'all know next week uh, what Toby Keith songs that I've listened to from his uh, library and be like, you know, I actually like this song, man. I, I, you know, I really like this. This spoke to me a little bit, you know, this kind of thing. But um, another thing, apparently, brother, on a music related note, don't know if you heard or seen, but currently trending on Twitter right now, my guy Drake. Right. Apparently there's a leaked video going on to this guy. Hmm. Can we can we can we talk about the fact that this man is darn near 40 and and you doing some real 19, 20 year old type stuff, bro? That's Aubrey, bro. Like, yeah, yeah. That's, that's Aubrey, why I keep calling him Aubrey. I don't even call him Drake anymore. I just call him Aubrey. I'm tired of him. Yeah, man. I mean, come on, my guy. Like, what, what are we doing? What are we doing? You know, shout out to the memes. And, and uh, there's like one meme I keep seeing of all these angels looking on the outer skirts, talking about watching everybody watching this Drake video. And I'm like, man, it's only like four seconds. But like, Hey, no said. What was the video you saw? Because I heard about him talking about um, Rihanna and the mm. the the concert tour thing he's on with J Cole. Um, how they started playing work, and like he mm -hmm. cut it real quick, real quick, and was like, "I don't perform that anymore," and stuff like that. <laughs> and then he got he got real real petty. I, I, he's he actually I think on his last album he uh, had a. Uh, a a, tri a a track that was talking about her too, and it's it, it, what did you see? Because I that's what I saw yesterday. That's what you saw yesterday. So yeah. apparently, there seems to be this. Uh, there's this video recently of him uh, apparently ejaculating, as well. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Caught in 4K, apparently. He's uh he's uh he's uh doing some very uh <laughs> we're kind of Wait, a somewhat what? PG show to a degree, but he's doing some uh non-PG things. Let's let's just say for my real, real long wrestling fans out there, he's doing some Valve Venus like things. I'll put it that way. <laughs> <laughs> That's a name I haven't heard in years. Wow. <laughs> no, me either, bro, but still. Wow. Yeah, he's he's caught in 4K doing some business um with himself, if you know what I mean. And uh Man. yeah. Yeah, he's getting mean. You know what? Yeah. Just yeah. At some point you gotta grow up, man. At some point. And I, I think age age doesn't mean anything in terms of maturity level. Facts. This is this is a, a this is a, a a grown child at this point. Oh yeah, a man child, if you will, right? A man child, <laughs> yeah. I, I'm I'm just that's that's disturbing. That's really disturbing. It it, it is, so, man. It's uh, never mind. I'm just not even gonna. <laughs> we'll save that for a fan conversation. <laughs> 
conversation in the future is what it sounds like you're just saying, ladies and gentlemen. That's what he's telling me. He's like, yeah, we're going to say that talk to fans. That might be a fence. Mm-hmm. Is mm-hmm. okay. Yeah, brother. Do you do you think he's do you think he's ruining his his legacy in certain ways? Uh, do you think we've gotten to that point yet? Well, I'll say you know when I, I remember when we brought up Drake here on Life's a Botch, I remember talking with Ashley, and Ashley said she's a recovering a recovering Aubrey or a rec- well a recovering Drake fan. Because of the fact that she was like, you know, as she's matured, he hasn't. So her music taste and what she was like, the ultimate Drake super fan. And she's not the only one. It seems like a lot of those outside of maybe those in the OTS group chat that still seem to, you know, swear everything Drake does is, you know, explainable. (laughs) (laughs) Until it's not. And then you're like, they can't say anything. It's just like, I can't defend this. But yeah, it's. I'm at this point. I just find myself listening to old Drake, and I keep it moving if I'm listening to any of his music because I'm like, yeah, that's the Drake I grew up with because I was at this level when that Drake was out. On the level I'm at now, I can't listen to a current Drake. Yeah, it don't do it for me. <laughs> yeah, he he's he's. There's something. I, there's something it's something about i think certain uh celebrities like when they reach a specific level they just mm-hmm. get extremely bored and have to do something that's just outrageous now i want to mm-hmm. put kanye into that but we saw kanye like on the way up start like like portraying these type of actions so it's almost not even surprising that he's He's doing this, but you see, Nikki yeah. is doing certain things, and 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 I, like, yeah, I don't know. We gotta, we got, you know what? It makes me start wondering, like, what's actually going on with that Young Money crew? Hmm. You know, it's almost as if we're gonna get some kind of documentary in the future about that. If you think yeah. about it, yeah, I wonder because you know. I mean, and and I know I know Birdman, you know, isn't a part of Young Money, but it's a derivative. Um, mm-hmm. he was wilding out too. Yeah, yeah, man. The only one you don't really see wild out like that is Wayne, because Wayne just seems yeah. On Wayne, I mean, Wayne was just on 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 lean, right? Like he was just he yeah. was on drugs, but like. <laughs> Outside of pretty drugs, much. what are we talking about? You know, like <laughs> pretty much. That's that. it. Yeah, just a little Dr- just drugs a little and sports for Wayne. That's that's that's, <laughs> that's all he'll do. You give him drugs, you give him sports, and he's yeah. he's Wayne. He's, he's give him drugs, his, his ESPN and a skateboard. He's perfectly fine. He, he oh, doesn't mess with anybody. Yeah, for, you know exactly. Maybe a that's guitar right. too for the heck of it. <laughs> you know I'm sorry, I'm not ESPN Fox because he's with with Skip. Oh yeah, that's you just skip, yeah, yeah. FS1, that's yeah. his thing. So I don't know. There has to be this gotta be something that a part of that whole cash money family that that hmm. 
I want to do a deep dive. So, I might do a deep dive. Yeah, we got to do a deep dive on that one, brother. That sounds like a deep <laughs> dive for a show. Yeah, yeah. We, we, yeah. <laughs> see, this is the kind of stuff, y'all. See, this is what's cool about having Derek on the show with me, y'all, because this is uh, normally y'all don't see me not do this much non wrestling related talk, but that's kind of what happens, you know. So, again, yeah, I'm if you're, sorry you know, about if you're that. content, <laughs> I, I do apologize. We're going to get to that, y'all. It's just. This is this is my guy, and it's been a while since me and him have had like true sit down in a podcast format or a, sh- a show format. Sorry, we're not a podcast people. Uh, in show format, but it's it's really cool. Uh, just sitting back with you, man, and just being able to just talk like that because it's been a minute. Uh, but you know, the people want it. We're gonna give it to them. So I'm, you know, I'm I'm gonna go into the headlines, but I got one more music topic real quick that I'm very. My girl Lotto, man, look like she's stirring some stuff up, man. Now, I don't know. I don't know. This could just be something creative like most artists do. But she got a song dropping on Friday, and the visual looked real interesting. Her in a room, blurred out on her face. But a lot of other known female MCs over the years, current, past, present, you name it future all with these black lines on the face and i'm like hmm, interesting where are we going with yeah. this yeah you, know, you do something like that you gotta we... come i you gotta come correct I, like and and, oh, yeah. and lotto lotto's got bars like don't Facts. get it twisted she has bars but if she's mm-hmm. gonna do that i like i want to i like i need something that's gonna be like <laughs> I need that ether level type of hit. You know what I'm saying? Like something mm-hmm. like that. If you're gonna if you're gonna do that, I it needs to mm-hmm. that needs to be a serious punch. So I'm I'm looking forward to it. Let's man. see what, what happens. Me too, bro. Uh shout out to Lotto, man, because I've been a fan of her for like a long time, man. Even before a lot of people really started catching on to her and what she's been doing. She's always had these bars, y'all. Don't let the sexual references fool you. That's yeah. just to let y'all know. But when that clay code come out, she give you bars on top of that. Watch out, man. Like she's a true student of the game, man. And uh yeah. I'm proud of her success, man. Shout out to anybody in Atlanta that remember her from you know the uh the rap game, um, with you know JD, or if you remember her just from her doing her thing out here in Atlanta when she was just trying to blow up uh and mm-hmm. stuff like that. So it's good to see, you know, a female and an Atlanta MC native doing her thing or Clayco, if you will, since that's not Atlanta. Go figure. Uh, <laughs> that's a conversation for another day. But anyways, here we go, y'all. We get into this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but that look, that does it for this edition of What's Cooking. Uh, um, like I said, that was all non-wrestling related talk. So now we're going to go ahead and get into some wrestling. We're going to get into some discussion a little bit. Um, and I'm just going to start with the mainstream thing. Now, so look, guys. There won't be a Benny's block, unfortunately, on today. I'm still working on the name of my segment and what I'm going to call this thing. So y'all bear with me on that. I'll let y'all know the name next time. It's just me for any reason. But Highlight Reel presents Topic of Discussion. Maybe that sticks. I don't know. But Topic of Discussion, (laughs) we here. (laughs) We here on Topic of Discussion right now. And it's a lot to talk about, man. You know, and I, I, I'm, I'm, I'm gonna get Derek's perspective mostly on this because if you guys don't already follow me 
with my boy Gresh on Tuesday nights when we go live after NXT and we chop it up about the wrestling week. Uh, you know, if you if you tuned in with us over there, you might have already heard some of my thoughts and opinions. But just for those who only follow me here on Life's and Botch, I'll be sure to give y'all my extra added opinions. But I have to give it from Derek's perspective because he's a casual watcher, as I mentioned. So hearing this from a hardcore versus a casual perspective, you're about to get the best of both worlds here with this with this conversation. So let's talk about the people's champion, the great one, the one they call. The Rock. We can call him The Rock again, y'all. Like, for real, for real. Finally. He owns the name. Finally. Now, I gotta ask you this, Derek. So, I don't know if you managed to see the, the, the clips, because the funny thing about all of this and when it happened, by the way, happy, happy, I'm gonna say, I, I'm gonna say belated, because they don't know that your birthday passed on, on the air, <laughs> but once again, happy belated birthday. I forgot to also mention that at the top of this intro, but happy belated <laughs> birthday to my guy, Derek. So in live time, when this happened, the night this happened on Friday Night Smackdown last Friday, uh, I was with my boy Gresh. We brought him over, you know what I'm saying? We were at, we were at Derek's crib and we were, you know, just celebrating him and, and, and his, his another year of life with him and his beautiful lady who was also celebrating another year of life within the same span. So while we were all there just being family and vibing, you know, Gresh happened to be, you know, kind of at times on, on, on social media and seeing what was going on. And he literally made a promise to the to the Twitter world and said, if The Rock shows up, I'm laughing all the way to Philly. And before you know it, while right around the time we get to Derek's house, next thing you know, if you smell, and then this is like, oh, and, and we, I remember telling your brother, I remember telling you, I remember telling Julio, who's even a casual fan that doesn't even watch. Everybody's face was just like, wait, what? The Rock? He's there? Yeah. Like, now? And I was like, yep, he's there. And next thing you know, so upon our surprise, what was so funny about that night was, as we left from your house, kid you not, we're on the road. So we saw clips, but we didn't see the segment because we were celebrating you. We weren't trying to be too locked in. So we're celebrating you, my brother. But when we got a chance to really go back and watch the clip, we saw what went down and we were like, yeah. hmm, this is interesting. So to those who don't already know, you know, I'm sure you all know, but I'm gonna I'm gonna get my boy Derek up to speed uh for in case he didn't get a chance to see this. But oh, basically in a nutshell. Oh, you saw it. Okay, so you saw it. Never mind. Mm -hmm. You saw it. So, That's so it. then you saw the, the 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 slick power move that the Rock kind of just on screen pulled, which speculations <laughs> are saying that supposedly when the Rock announced on first take that he was a part of the board of directors, apparently part of the deal was that he got to main event WrestleMania with his cousin. And some are even saying, in some of these uh, rumor mills, they're even saying The Rock is campaigning to beat Roman for the title. Mm -hmm. Now, fans are backlashing at all of this, which is so funny because when you look at the first, if you look at the top, when he came out, nothing but a loud, loud pop, like two pops. He got the double pop. Yeah. Got the pop yeah. for the music and then the extra pop when he walked out. The Rock didn't say a doggone thing. This man looked at Cody Rhodes, shook his hand, 
okay? Shook his hand, looked him in the eyes. Now, people are reading Cody's face. I understand that. Yeah. You're reading Cody's face. But also understand, what people keep skipping over is The Rock did whisper some things to Cody Rhodes. You don't know what he said. I don't know what he said. We don't know what he said. But knowing Dwayne The Rock Johnson, as positive as he is, I guarantee you, how do we not know this man wasn't apologizing to him, saying, hey, man, you are the face of this company. Hey, man, you're the future. Listen, thank you for letting me have this moment. I promise you, Dusty is proud. You are going to finish the story. He could have been saying all of this in the span of that. As Cody then, because it looked like Cody wanted to cry, yeah, but also he kind of smiled and smirked at whatever The Rock had to tell him. So clearly, it was positive information he was putting in him. It wasn't just him saying, hey, little ninja, you know, we 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 going we gonna, the two megastars is going to do this. You, you up next, but this ain't it right now. So I'm going to need you to go to And like he just did nothing like that. But fans are treating this man as if he just came in and, quote, unquote, bullied his way into the main event. Now, I get it because of the timing. Royal Rumble, this man not only won the Royal Rumble, he won the Royal Rumble back to back, which is a rare feat because the last time that was done was Stone Cold Steve Austin. And he is one thing I love about wrestling stats. It's just like the NBA and the NFL. There's always certain stats where you're like, man, that's a rare thing. That's rare company. When it comes right. to Royal Rumbles, this is the list. You're talking about Hulk Hogan, back-to-back. Shawn Michaels, back-to-back. Stone Cold Steve Austin, back-to-back. In darn near 25-plus years, it has not been done until Cody Rhodes just did it. So I can understand some of y'all backlashing because I get it. Cody is trying to finish his story. He wants to win this title that his father never won, held for only a few moments before they took it away from him because he won by disqualification, which means the title didn't change hands, right? Mm -hmm. So with that image of him always thinking, my father was champion. Dad, I didn't know you were WWE champion like Hulk Hogan. No, son, I wasn't. That's just a photo image they called me with the belt. I never won it. That was a disqualification, so I didn't get the title, right? Those things, and Cody wanting to finish the story on his father and his family's behalf, it's going to happen. But I also understand you fans are impatient. It was supposed to happen last year. We didn't get it. We come into a year later. This is the moment. Everybody's thinking, okay, we're finally going to get him to finish this story. We're tired of Roman winning in the same fashion, right? Even though you love the villain. I know Derek is a fan of the villain, so we'll get to you and your thoughts. I can't wait to open the floor to you. But I'm just giving perspective here for those who didn't get to hear me on Gresh Unleashed. And so what I have a problem with is you fans that want to basically throw stones at the rock. Keep in mind that y'all have been wanting this match not even three years ago. Y'all wanted this 10 years ago. Let's mm -hmm. go back to the storytelling of Philly. Shout out to my girl, Haven Rain, who pointed out the fact that the last time Rock and Roman were in the same ring together, like in that kind of fashion, was when Roman Reigns was the cookie cutter babyface Roman Reigns, mm -hmm. won the Royal Rumble in 2014, got, mm -hmm. which ironically was in Philadelphia. And they booed the mess out of Roman Reigns to where The Rock came out. They cheered for The Rock. But then when he saved Roman, 
and he rolls up Roman's hands and they, you know, trying to endorse him, they, they booed the mess out of it completely. So you fast forward to now, where's WrestleMania? It's in Philadelphia. Storytelling, long term, huh? Ironically, Philly's what booed the mess out of y'all when you tried to co-sign Babyface Roman. Fast forward to a Roman that's a whole different level of Roman. Now The Rock comes, and it sounds like a hostile takeover. If Now we got, we want Cody basically trending all through social media because everybody's either Team Cody or they're Team The Rock, which mostly seems to be Team Cody, right? So now that's the thing. They're trying to recreate this yes movement in a sense, the way that Big Daniel Bryan did it in yeah, 2014 yeah, when they yeah, kept yeah. saying, hey, this and that, right? So they're doing it now with Cody Rose, but they don't understand this just makes him more demandable okay but let the rock and roman had his moment y'all wanted it for so long you're finally getting it sure the timing is a bit eh, but you're getting it mm-hmm. and you don't even really know officially until tomorrow when they do the doggone press conference seven o'clock which would be like basically 10 o'clock our time because <laughs> mm-hmm. it's seven o'clock pacific time in freaking las vegas so Derek, sir I got to ask you, man, when you saw what went down, what were your initial thoughts? Did did you feel Cody looked a bit silly? Did you think, okay, that's just the rock being the rock. I can accept that. Like, how do you feel knowing this? Um, Honestly, I loved it. I think, I think <laughs> what... I think with the rock, because here's the thing, it, 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 it um <laughs> shout out to Kaz. I'm not sure if you guys know who Kaz is. If you're in, if you're a big wrestling fan, you know he's part of the media um that covers covers on the outside. But mm-hmm. he he asked, what does Cody have on the rock? Like what what deal did he make with the rock? Right? Mm-hmm. And I almost wonder if because if, if, correct me if I'm wrong, the pay-per-view mm-hmm. that his dad won, well, didn't win the championship. That was SummerSlam? Right. I do believe so. Let me, let me double check that for history purposes, y'all, because I don't want to stir my boy in the wrong direction. But let's see here. The, uh, the Dusty Rhodes title match. Let's see here. The Dusty Rose title match. Let's see. We're gonna look at that real quick while we pull that up. I want yeah. you to keep talking in the meantime while I verify no, no, that no. for you. Because my 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 belief is that yeah, Cody will will win the uh will complete the story, but I think it'll happen at that pay per view to bring it full circle. As when you're thinking about things from a story perspective, as a you know when you. When you're as you know from production and, and writing, you want that full the full circle moment if you can get it. To me, that would make a lot of sense for him to win it at that point in time. Um, mm-hmm. We've been wanting to see The Rock versus Roman for the longest time. Personally, I love Roman's uh uh uh, uh title reign, right? Um, like Benny said last week, mm-hmm. if, if nobody, if, if people don't really want the title, to, you know, 
want to want his reign to to end. So be it, whatever. But let's let's go yeah. as long as we can go with it because it's 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 great. It's great television, right? Mm-hmm. I don't see The Rock beating him, and I'm gonna tell you why. Because one, you need in order for the, for for the the title to make sense on a, on someone, you need someone that's gonna be around for a while, right? The Rock is not right. gonna be around after WrestleMania. Like <clears throat> he'll probably be around. But he ain't gonna be around mm-hmm. to be a champ, like you know, around enough sure. to be a champion. So it makes sense for Roman to beat him at WrestleMania, mm-hmm. um, and then lose the title to to Cody at SummerSlam. Mm-hmm. I, I I could see that taking place. Um, mm-hmm. If I'm not mistaken, I could be wrong about this, but is Roman undefeated at WrestleMania? He is. Um, let me see. I think. Let me see. Let me think about it. Technically, no, no, actually, no, because he did lose when he fought Brock Lesnar for the title. At, I believe that was WrestleMania thirty-one. Okay. In San Francisco, okay. where Seth Rollins cashed in in the Money in the Bank and made it a triple That's threat, right. and he pinned That's Roman. Right. To win That's the title. Right. So, technically okay. speaking, from a WrestleMania record standpoint, he's not undefeated, but he has main evented WrestleMania for like the past, God, like the past four or five years now. <laughs> I want to yeah. say, like, he's been the main could event. You, and could you see him going on a run like The Undertaker? Like, trying maybe matching that record then? If, it, if he's not undefeated? Um, Honestly, probably not, because, you know, the only thing about it is, uh, sadly enough, when it comes to that, that's a streak that will never be recreated, per se. Mm-hmm. Um, I know they, they did it with Edge for a little brief minute, and then they had him clash with Taker, and then obviously that added to Taker's streak. Um, yeah. We won't ever really see a record like Undertaker's again at WrestleMania, but... What Roman is definitely doing right now, there's only one other wrestler doing it, and his name is Gunther. And even though Gunther hasn't held the title, at this point, he just hit 600 days as of this past Monday night. He's been 600 days intercontinental champion. Mm-hmm. And in his own way, in the mid-card world, he's really outgrown the title in the mid-card world, but see... The thing about it is, now he could win that World Heavyweight Championship from Seth Rollins and and mirror everything Roman's doing. But one thing about Gunther is he's actually winning his matches in the 600 days as IC champ. Every match he's won, for the most part, has been by himself. He's taken on big guys, little guys, you name it. Kofi Kingston, Sheamus, Drew McIntyre. Chad Gable, I mean, the list is uh, Braun Strowman. Like, there's so many guys that were either giants, people bigger than him, just as big as him, smaller than him, and he's just beating them all. But he's beating them all in different ways. You know what I'm saying? Like, he's doing it every way he wins is just different. It could be a power bomb. It could be a uh, it could be a sleeper hold. It can be a it it just the most. It could be a lariat clothesline you know what i'm saying like he just beats them in different true wrestling pure ways so the reason i say that with roman is 
it's they're doing something different with him because of the fact that he's chasing something. It would be nice. Wrestling fans, the hardcore fans are, are going to grow tired of it. There's no way he's going to beat Bruno San Martino's overall record because I believe, statistically speaking, if he was going to beat that record, he would have to have the title for another four or five years <laughs> to beat that. Yeah, that record is that crazy, that, y'all. He would have honest. to hold... <laughs> love it. See, and that's, that's crazy because you're a casual watcher, so you wouldn't mind that. But the hardcore fan watching every single week would just be like, oh, still again, right? Now, the only thing that kind of tells me that won't happen, though, is because Roman's leukemia plays a factor in this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And him having that, you can tell, hence why he hasn't been on TV as much, you can tell that it's kind of to a point where he's, the clock's ticking on, the Roman Reigns we have. And that's why I'm like, y'all should appreciate it while it's here. It's like the John Cena effect, right? Because the thing about Roman is Roman Reigns don't come often. Now, Cody is definitely showing he's the guy. Like, he is definitely the modern-day John Cena that, that you want. You know what I'm saying? Like, he's he, he's the All-American. He's the... he's He's loves everybody. You know what I'm saying? He's uh, he's always shaking hands with every kid, taking autographs, uh, all kind of things, right? But it seems like with Roman and what he's doing, people are going to learn to appreciate it more when it ends. Mm-hmm. Like in this current moment, you may say, oh, it's finally over. Thank God. But then what will happen is, depending on how they book Cody when he wins from the title inevitably, I look at it this way, D, like when that happens and let's say Roman within a year or two decides to retire, right? Since he's already part-time status, let's say he retires, focuses on his family and let's say that leukemia just, you know, somehow he's resting it or finding, you know, cause it's still, when you've been in remission, it's still technically there, you know what I mean? So it's like, yeah. now you're going to deal with that. And he, let's say that causes him to just retire. Um, you're going to miss that man to where when you hear that epic theme song play, you're going to be like, the crowd's going to explode because they're going to be like, man, we haven't heard that in so long. Just like John Cena. Mm-hmm. Think about how many times people used to love chanting John Cena sucks when a song would play. And now, anytime you hear that John Cena theme play, crowd goes crazy. You don't hear John Cena sucks or nothing. It's everybody's on their feet cheering for this man because they know he's one of the greatest of all time. So, I don't... That still feels yeah. weird. I, that that it still does, feels yeah. weird to me. I, I know, I'm bro. So sorry. I, no, I mean, I, I'm i one of those that didn't really... I, I don't feel that way about John Cena. Like, mm. I don't like seeing him come back. I want him <laughs> to stay retired. Because yeah. at this point, it's not the same Cena that we were used to. Right. Yeah. Yeah. And mm-hmm. I, like, I'm one of those people that like, I don't like seeing guys come back after they've been gone for the longest time. I agree. If you've been retired for the longest time, like when Shawn Michaels came back, mm-hmm. come on, man. Like, what are we doing here? You know, Triple H tried to do it a couple of <laughs> times, and it was just like, Mm-mm, it's not, it's not there. That pop ain't there. Don't do it. 
Now, are you, are you referring to Sean when he was bald Sean? Yes, and he tried bald he Sean. did that after saying he was like oh yeah. Yeah, yeah, that was yeah. it was that wasn't it. I, I'm just like um I I'm a, a proponent for someone that if they're gonna come back, be a manager, right? Like I like that mm-hmm. role. So I could see Roman when he because I agree, I think he's going to retire soon. But mm-hmm. I could see it where it's like, okay, I'm I'm relinquishing my title as head of the table and giving it mm-hmm. to so and so, right? Or if they battle for it or whatever, right? However the however it gets passed along. But then coming back and being like, I'm you know, mm-hmm. one of the counselors type thing. Like you yeah. don't have to actively be in the ring, but you can you can counsel, right? Because yeah. he could he You're could he could take that role. I I don't I don't think that someone has to retire and not be on TV. Cena yeah. could be one of those guys that's just like, you know, I don't really I I think he's got mic skills, but it, I like, and maybe it's just because I'm partial, Matt. I like villains. So Cena as a face <laughs> is just like, eh, it's whatever to me. Cena as a villain? Yeah. Oh, man. Roasting people in there. Yeah, man. That, that, was, that was the time. That, that was when he had the spinner belt and everything, like the, the U.S. Mm-hmm. spinner belt. That was a better mm-hmm. one. Right? Like when he was yeah. a villain, I like that part of Cena. Now, seeing Cena come mm-hmm. back now and, you know, the, the of course, he's not as big as he used to be. So now he actually has mm-hmm. arm bands and not a headband on his bicep, right? It's like, yeah. Yeah. <sighs> <laughs> yeah and, and, and the hair. Oh, you know, the hair, hair just, I'm just, yo, he's got to yeah, pull man. the plugs, bro. Pull the plugs. Go ball. Yeah. <laughs> telling you it's it's perfect we don't need those plugs to be in bro like bro because then every time on. i see him like it, it's just it ain't mm-hmm. it that ain't it so like i'm not excited to see the rock wrestle the last time i think we saw the rock wrestle didn't he like tear his uh, uh yeah he tore his uh it was actually i think his uh bicep or not bicep but i want to say it was his pec, pec? he tore yeah he, he tore, tore something so it's like you get into wrestling every time you wrestle now you're tearing something like i don't want to see that i don't want to see that i can agree that i'm glad you said that bro because i'm i'm actually in the same boat like me and josh talked about that the other night we were saying like because of how these fans have backlash we actually want to see the match now because it's like yeah like we said whether it's cody versus roman you gonna shut up and eat it up. If it's Cody, if it's Rock versus Roman, you gonna shut up and eat it up. If it's Rock versus Cody versus Roman, you gonna shut up and you gonna eat it up. So at the end of the day, regardless of where they go directional wise with this, if they pull a 2014 with Daniel Bryan and they find a way to insert him in there and it's a triple threat, fine. That's how you do it. If it's if it's gonna be a, a maybe the Rock's just an enforcer, right? My mind is thinking. You know, nothing was really official. This could just yeah. be The Rock's going to be an enforcer and Cody's going to go against Mania. They haven't solidified who Cody's really choosing yet, right? So mm-hmm. we're going to find out come Thursday for sure. But here's the thing, man. Um, when I saw The Rock 
go against Jinder Mahal. And it wasn't a match. It was more like he did that promo to tease yeah. where we're at yeah. right now. When he was going, when he was taking blows, he was still selling pretty good. He's always been a really good seller, right, when it comes yeah. to offense, um, taking offense. But when I saw him giving his typical signature rock punches, I said, right, you look kind of slow doing that, bro. That ain't that ain't oh. the same intensity I, I'm used to seeing when I see it. And then oh. and he was winded, bro. He was winded within a matter yeah. of seconds against Jinder yeah. Mahal. He yeah. said, bro, you winded. Like you bring yeah. so I'm like, that was that was not even that wasn't even about two minutes. That whole sequence you did with him was like two minutes. So how you gonna go a WrestleMania match with, with Roman? My God, that that you talking about at least a 20 minute match. At least, you sure you're ready for that, that rock? But hey. and that's that's the thing. Like, I love seeing the rock come back because he just he does get that pop. But he mm-hmm. needs to be in that role where there there needs to be a tribe council. And I'm talking about for for, mm-hmm. for this whole faction. There needs to be a tribe council. Council. You have the rock, mm-hmm. Rikishi, mm-hmm. and you mm-hmm. put Roman Reigns in there when he retires. Right. Yeah. So and mm-hmm. and and this faction needs to stay heel. You need to like yeah. they need to stay as a heel faction so that they can they can uh uh, uh they can talk to the council. The council mm-hmm. like one member of the council comes out every so often or whatever. But you do mm-hmm. these these spots where like every couple of weeks you see them on on screen type thing. Like I would like to see that. I don't want to see these guys wrestling. It's, 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 I agree. It's horrible. I mean, it's horrible. Rest in peace to like Umaga, uh, Rosie. Oh, like, Umaga guys been perfect. Been a part of that. Mm-hmm. Umaga would have been perfect for the council. Yeah. And yeah, and look, think about this. You got you've got the Rock's daughter coming up. Mm-hmm. Nia Jax. How long is she going to be wrestling? Could she be a part of the council? She could be because she is part of that bloodline. Um, you got Jimmy right. and Jay. We don't know you how got long Jimmy and Jay. Around. They're gonna they're gonna they're gonna be around for a little bit, but then you mm-hmm. got some other guys that are about to start coming in, right? Yeah, you got shout to out keep to the bloodline um, together. Shout out to we got Jacob Fatu. I believe he's a uh, if I'm not mistaken, a direct descendant of Umaga. If I'm not mistaken, I the the family tree is he he explains it. Hopefully it's we get Jacob Fatu on the show in the future, but he explains the bloodline so well as far as how the tree connects. But I do believe he's related. I think he's the son of Umaga, if I'm not mistaken, or either that or the youngest brother. Then they got Zilla, who's mm-hmm. also a friend of the pod. He'll, we'll have him on soon, and he's the next up. Um, he's learning uh, in the indies with with his, with Jacob, right? So, um, man, he, this bloodline, there's so many. We just saw Roman take a picture with one of his cousins that looks darn near like him. Yeah, they're just gonna keep coming. So I, I agree. This council, um, and you still have Roman's father, uh, Alpha and Sika are even yes. still a part of they, they'll you know, a lot It'd of people forget that in 2020, when Roman was in his bag bag, when this was rising and starting, you know, especially with no crowd and you can actually hear the audio. Yeah, when Alpha and Sika were out there and they had on like the the tribal leaves and things like that, and then they put the lay around 
Roman. I was like, man, we need more of that. Why yeah. haven't we gotten that since? You yeah. know? Yeah. Um, yeah. So, yeah, it's, it's very interesting. Um, I hope they tell this story when The Rock comes in, like, yeah, the elders sent me, mm-hmm. you know, and which is why yeah, I had yeah, to they got, they got to show up. They gotta show up at WrestleMania. Like I, I don't want, I don't want, I don't want to see this match take place and them not being involved. I think that makes sense. Yeah. But mm-hmm. to be completely honest, I think we're almost like at the transition uh, uh, phase of this whole thing. Like Solo, mm-hmm. right? What do you think yeah. Solo is like at the stage of his career right now where Roman was ten years ago? Um. Yeah, solo solo's interesting, and I'll tell you why solo is interesting. Solo's interesting because this is how you know the bloodline situation is kind of dragging because it's like they're running out of things to do. Mm-hmm. But like I said, like you said, it should be a thing that doesn't go away. Like the bloodline should never disband. Yeah. But he's gotta because he beat John, like he didn't just beat John Cena, he beat John Cena, yes. like like yes. destroyed him. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Yeah. By now, since that point, Solo should have been on a different atmosphere. Like he should be coming for like the United States Championship type mm-hmm. series. Now, if LA Knight, if if this becomes the 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 thing they're gonna do at WrestleMania, if Logan Paul loses that U.S. title to LA Knight, Solo is my pick to be the guy they build up to take that title Mm -hmm. down the line Mm -hmm. um because solo needs he needs some serious mid-card levels because all due respect to jimmy man him tagging with jimmy it just don't make sense to me like yes they are brothers but we know jimmy and jay they're 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 one and two even though jay's doing great on his own right now as is jimmy in his own right but he's more in a comedic goofy role but when Jimmy and Jay are together. They are the Usos, and they're the greatest tag team of all time, mm-hmm. depending on who you ask, right? Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. And so, for that, Solo at some point either has to de- dethrone Roman, and and you know become the new head of the table, mm-hmm. or he needs to you know start proving himself uh, because he's the enforcer, and it's like man, they yeah. got to do some other stuff with him. Because they've flirted around with that idea a couple of times already of him being the next one mm-hmm. up. So it kind of mm-hmm. makes sense if if we're talking about the transition period for them to go mm-hmm. ahead and get ready to gear him up to be the next one. I just yeah. don't think he's one of those guys. And it might be because he doesn't really talk too much. But yeah, does he need a mouthpiece or is he able to talk? Because Roman was he- in that place too. You see that that that's where I'm seeing the 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 correlation, <laughs> the similarities. Yeah. Roman couldn't talk for a while, and then you started he seeing he could talk. He could talk. He was one of those guys yeah, no, that you were right. wondering when he's going to get that next jump, and then he got that <laughs> yeah. next jump. Solo he is did. in that lane. Like it's like you want to see him go for it, but it's mm-hmm. almost like he's a mixture of Roman and Umaga. Like. You can yeah. see that blend where you know he has that potential. He has that mm-hmm. that that enforcer, you know, uh, 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 take. But like, you want to see him take that next step, you know. And, yeah. and he could be one of those guys that's a main inventor, but it's just about the development, I guess. And I, that's why I want to see the council be a thing, 
because yeah. I'm sorry, bro. Like as much as I love Paul Heyman, I love Paul Heyman. <laughs> as much as I love him, does it make sense mm-hmm. for a white man to be telling the Samoan what to do? Like the decisions for him to make within the bloodline? <laughs> does that make sense to you? For for, for in in the story sense, for him, yes. Only for yeah, him. No, I get that. Because I get he, that. He grew up with that family. Like literally, he worked yeah. with Roman's father for crying out loud. Like, right. you know what I'm saying? Like, so his ties with the Anoa'i family is so deep that when he does it, mm-hmm. for him, yes. But if you were yes. gonna put anyone else randomly in there, heck no. Because yeah. <laughs> it'd yeah. be like, right, no, no, you're not it. Um, but to 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 finish that point on solo, I will say this. I don't know if you got to catch his NXT version, but when, as Gresh put it, when he said this is the version of Solo he misses, there's a version of Solo that mirrors Taz. John Cena exposed it in a promo Mm. when he cut him and was like, you're like a Taz ripoff. But he would come out with a towel over his head and he was the street champion. So he'd come out with his towel over his head. He wouldn't talk much because he'd let his action do the talking. Yeah, But you would see him talk though. And okay. usually when he would talk, he was letting you know he was he think of it like Goldberg, like how at uh, first yeah, Goldberg yeah. didn't talk, but then when he would talk, he'd say just enough where it sound like badass. And you'd be it like put, it, it put the fear of God in you. Oh, it's yeah. yeah. Stolo was yeah. doing that when he was the street champion. You know what I'm saying? Like he wouldn't do all the antics of looking at his thumb like he's about to spike you. He just he talk. He just go for it. And then he go out there and do that business. Y'all gonna brawl, y'all gonna fight. And chances are he gonna he gonna handle business. <laughs> you know yeah. what I'm saying? Yeah. So yeah. we'll see if, if that version starts to mirror itself as he breaks away from the bloodline. I know he personally didn't want to be a part of the bloodline when they initially called him up from NXT. He wanted to do his own thing and kind of that's why the street champion was so great because he was putting on banger matches. But he was also saying he wasn't acknowledging his family as much. Like we knew because he looks just like the Usos, just like yeah. Rikishi, just like, yeah. right? So we knew it. But at the same time, he was looking at it as I'm carving my own path. I'm not thinking about my bloodline. But see, now, you know, I think Triple H and management was like, look, trust me, this is him being in the bloodline was the best way for everybody to already get familiar with him right off top. Yeah. Because it's like, we know the bloodline. You look like these people. So yeah. we're going to get to know you. And now they know him. So when he really breaks off from this point, man, it's going to be crazy. Get ready for, for the eruption. I don't know if it's baby face or heel. But just get, get ready. It needs to stay <laughs> heel, bro. Like, honestly, and it's not because of my bias as, as loving the heel. But mm-hmm. the bloodline works as a heel faction. It does. It and does. I don't want to see it go face. I, I like... That's 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 weird to me. I want you yeah like evolution. Evolution was a heel faction, right? Can you think True. of evolution as a face faction? No. It doesn't work. Not even. Now DX DX did it a little bit because they were they were the, the heel and then they switched over to face a little bit because they just got the crowd going type thing or whatever, and then yeah. they just played into that. Like I get it. But yeah, DX as a faction, as a heel, worked mm-hmm. 
wonders. Yeah. Right? And that's what the I want to see with the bloodline. NWO. I want to see mm-hmm. them stay heel because uh and I forget I don't I don't remember her name, but but the rock's daughter, right? Like if she, oh, sh- uh, if she shows yeah. enough promise, like I think it makes sense to add her into the bloodline because you if you're as a bloodline, if you want to dominate all of wrestling, you have to mm-hmm. dominate the women's division as well. You cannot yeah, you know, the women's no. division. I, I, I do agree with that because, you know, a lot of people have been wondering. Now, you still could possibly get that for this reason. Mm-hmm. I know it may feel yeah, weird yeah. to you, but technically speaking, she is a part of the bloodline. Naomi is what people bring That's up. That's true, too. That's true, too. Because true, her being yeah. married by marriage, she is a part of the family. She yes. is a Fatu by marriage. So, yes. technically, now her and Jimmy haven't cross paths on screen yet since she returned yeah. but there's a reason for that technically her last match in tna is this thursday so although we did see her on television in a cameo like sense saying that she did sign a contract we haven't seen you know i don't we might see her this friday possibly but her final impact or sorry tna showing will be this thursday and after that she's all wwe so you can see her in a live tv sense uh so the only thing about naomi is she's such a great baby face because of how much the crowd naturally likes her that it may be hard she's been a heel before and she did pretty good at it but i don't know how that would work for her so it might have to be a nia Jax because she's naturally such a heel it might Maybe if they, you know, I mean, there's some other females out there part of the bloodline on the indies, I believe. Um, I have to do my research on them, but I think if they want to go that route, try that. But it's got to be Naomi or Nia Jax, one would think. Because what, what I want to see is the bloodline to be the most dominant faction ever. Mm-hmm. And in mm-hmm. order to do that, you have to win all the titles yeah you yeah. have to win every title and so it would make sense that they have the bloodline together right and you can split it mm-hmm. across the shows because you know you can spread it across both shows and and have every member like win a title right that would <laughs> that would be epic storytelling to the point where you don't need Roman Reigns to be the head of the table and wrestling all the time. Mm-hmm. You literally just have him as the head of the table, like saying, "Okay," because he he doesn't have to even wrestle to be the head of the table. He can literally just command everybody to do X, Y, Z until mm-hmm. he is no longer the head of the table, right? And you can extend the story out and it not be flat. Bro, I love that. That's that. That's that mafia style. Yes. <laughs> no, yes. The yeah, exact mafia, mafia, same mafia. thing. You you need to you need to be strategic in domination. You cannot be strategic yes. in domination and only dominate one sector. You have to dominate everything. And like, yeah. what's the point of the bloodline if you're not going to be the the most dominant of all time? Oh man, whoa, that's wild, bro. What, ladies and gentlemen? I'm sorry, I got breaking news. Wow, this is a first. I got breaking news right here on the Life's of Bot show, ladies and gentlemen. I just found out 
Scott Demore was fired from TNA Wrestling. Oh my goodness, that is that is crazy news. I don't know what is the cause of this, but I hope this does not damage TNA with this new look image they have. Because Scott Demore was doing a great job remolding TNA. They just changed the name back. They said it wasn't going anywhere. I don't know what the case is. I don't know why he's fired. I'll get some more details on that, y'all. A shout out to my boy Angle who reported this. Um, he reported this through his source. So head over to the Angle show. Um, probably when I get done with this, I will I will get some more details and we'll discuss it next week. Uh, but in the meantime, breaking news. Scott Demore fired from TNA Wrestling. That, that is wild. My goodness, man. You can't. Sheesh, man. What? What's? We shaking some stuff up right now, man. But um, yeah. Yeah. wow. Um, TNA. TNA's got a got a. Do you think they need to be bought, like purchased from one of the major companies? Because I, I, you I don't know, see how you can not uh, 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 I don't see how you cannot fail at this point. I, I feel yeah. like TNA has just always gotten in their way and like yeah. the only thing that stopped them in the early days from actually competing with WWE was their writing. Their wrestling was amazing. Yeah. Their writing yeah. was horrible. And then they <laughs> they they messed up and brought in Hulk Hogan, and that was the end of things. Like that that Ugh. just that made no sense. You stopped the whole None. you know uh, uh, a sided ring type thing. And it's like, mm, I and Josh explained it to me. Shout out to Josh, I understand yes, why. <laughs> but that that ring was so iconic to them that it would yeah. make sense for them to bring that back. Make it to where the wrestlers are able to to you know not not kill themselves. Take proper bumps, yeah, exactly. Yeah, you you got you got to you got to pad it properly. But I mean, TNA gets in their way way too much to to not uh, fail. Yeah. So if it's you're hiring, wild if you're though, firing someone like that that that's actually doing something that that like I don't see how you you can succeed. Yeah, Unless there's man. reasons um, why he got fired. If there's things behind the scenes that we don't know, like what you know, what's going on with yeah, Vince we're gonna... and, and Brock. Yeah, we're gonna we're gonna get in some detail on that. And I actually am glad you brought that up. I might get your brief opinion on that too, real quickly, uh, before we wrap up. But man, um, dude, I ain't gonna lie, yeah, this is this is crazy news to get in a breaking news sense, but I love when breaking news hits live on a show like this, even though it's pre-recorded yeah. still. This yeah. this is an organic moment. Um, I'll I'll let you guys know come next week. You know, once I get more details read on what happened exactly. Um, but with your point, I will say this: if someone did do that, I would say WWE, since AEW bought Ring of Honor and they've been mm -hmm. managing that. If they wanted to do what AEW is doing with Ring of Honor, they where it's like a sub show brand thing. And but see, WWE doesn't necessarily need that because TNA or because they have NXT, uh, which right. is like their technical third brand. So they, you know, wouldn't need TNA for anything else. 
Um, so I know that they had bought their rights to like some of their library usage at one point in time a while back. Um, but yeah, man. So I, I'm sure TNA, you know, they lasted as long as they have. I just hope that with whatever move they're making from this point, whoever is going to take his place, I hope they continue to do a good job because they literally just changed the name and everything back to TNA. And he he was the perfect face to represent them saying passionately because he was from the OG TNA. So I don't know who they're going to put in this position. Hopefully it's an original, a TNA original that has that. Maybe this is kayfabe. Who knows? We're going to find out. Y'all stay tuned. Um, but real quick, Derek, um, I'm going to talk a little NXT real quick with you because yes. I know you love the villains. And uh ain't going to lie, man. NXT last night was pretty crazy. Shout out to Vengeance Day. Um, if y'all want to see my opinions on it, since Ash couldn't be here, unfortunately, today, if y'all want to hear my opinions, make sure you go tune in to Gresh Unleashed. Check out the uh, NXT Vengeance Day review post-show that me and Gresh did right after the show. We'll give our full thoughts on that. Uh, but I did enjoy Ven- Vengeance Day. It was uh, it was pretty cool for what it was. Um, but at the end of the day, man, um, you had some fire matches. But Trick Williams, man, I'm, I got to give that man his flowers yet again. Trick Williams is next up. Believe you me, not only just in NXT, when he gets to the main roster, that is our face. And I say our face as in culturally, that is our face. That is our guy that is going to represent us the right way. He's got the look, he's got the swag, and now he's got the wrestling ability to match. This man has evolved and he continues to evolve. And I promise you, you guys will remember the name Trick Williams going forward, okay? And the same thing can be said for this next brother we're going to talk about. Because, ladies and gentlemen, after so many countless weeks and months of dragging the storyline of who attacked Trick Williams and Carmelo trying to get justice for his homeboy, his best friend, Trick Will. Justice for Trick. After acting like such a baby face for so long, trying to protect Trick, trying to get justice for Trick. He pulled a Triple H in 2002 on Shawn Michaels. <laughs> and Shawn Michaels yeah. got attacked. And Shawn Michaels was like, it was you, wasn't it, Hunter? It was you. And he's like, you're damn right it was me. And I'd do it again, right? You could tell Shawn Michaels had definitely, he probably told Melo, he said, hey, hey, I want you to study 2002 when me and Triple H had our feud. And I want you to portray your inner Triple H in that moment once you, when we let you go and you attack Trick. Now, sadly, unfortunately, this did have to happen on Black History Month. Black, Black wrestling Twitter has been heartbroken from Sunday to now. Check on your Black wrestling fans because I ain't gonna lie, in Black History Month for a brother to turn on another brother of all times to do it. You had to do it in Black History Month. I know, Derek, it sucks. But that's celebratory, isn't it? Because think about it, <laughs> right? <laughs> okay. You get Explain. You get, I do want to hear your explanation on that one. You get a face and heel telling a great story. 
that are both black. Mm. So it doesn't Ooh, have to be a negative. Okay. It doesn't have to be a negative. Okay. The two blacks okay. telling a great a great story. And that's what you want. Ooh. So why not? Why not tell why not do it on Black History Month? You know, okay, okay, Dig. See, look, see, this is why this is why I love your perspective, my brother. See, this this is what I'm talking about. You giving me another perspective from a casual eye. And I'm like, hmm, you know what? Never thought about it in that kind of sense. And that's coming from an actual hardcore right there. So that's that's dope, bro. See, yeah. this is why I love your intake, man. This is why we gotta bring him <laughs> back on sometimes because you just never know what he gonna see from a producer's eye. And a villain's eye, you know, because again, you 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 did it right right there. But Trick Williams, I'll tell you, you know, I know you're not always a big fan of the baby faces, but the thing about Trick is Trick is a different type of baby face. He's not the cookie cutter baby face. This man is everything that when you just see this man's aura, and it doesn't help that also Booker T also is a part of this man's entrance. He hypes this man up. It was not the same on Vengeance Day. Uh, hopefully Booker T's doing all right. He had a medical procedure. Uh, yeah, and so, <laughs> hope, you know, uh, Wade Barrett uh, tried his best to do uh, yeah. Trick Williams' uh, Booker T impression. It did not go over well at all because he had that no was, soul. That was a no bless feeling. his heart. Bless his heart moment. Yeah, yeah exactly. <laughs> <laughs> but you need, you know, when Trick come out, man, you need that Booker T. I, I hope when they call him to the main roster, maybe that means they bring Booker T up to get him back on commentary in the main roster. So just whatever brand Trick's on, you got to have Booker just to be like, what? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh-huh. I like it. Oh, yeah, man. You know what I'm saying? Like, all that just adds to the aura. But, yo, Trick Will is killing the game, man. He's doing his thing. Um, but we are here to talk about his former best friend, his his uh, now soon to be enemy, Mr. Carmelo Hayes. Now, just like how you mentioned you like the villain, when done right, I love the villain too. I'm such a natural baby face. I root for my baby faces. But when I see heels, where it's just like, when you were a baby face, it just didn't do it for me. When you're a heel, oh my God, what did I see? Johnson. This Carmelo? <laughs> exactly, bro. It's like, look, when I see this Carmelo, I'm like, bro, I've been, I've been waiting on this Melo to come back. So a mm -hmm. little backstory, Melo started out as a heel. You know, uh, him and Trick were both heels. Um, Trick was like his... His sidekick, basically, as he explained in that promo so beautifully. Trick was, at one point in time, literally just his sidekick. He was kind of the annoying mouthpiece. You know, he'd come out, he had swag, he'd talk on the mic, hype up his boy Trick, or his, I'm sorry, he would hype up his boy Carmelo, talk about Carmelo is him, Carmelo's that guy. Carmelo, he was the hype man, literally. But then what happened was the switch flipped. And they had this goal where they were supposed to go after certain titles together. Carmelo wanted to go after the main title. Trick was going to go after the secondary title. But then the hype started coming on Trick because he started improving and getting better and better and better. Gaining respect of not only his wrestling peers, but the fans to where his popularity was getting more 
and more and more up there. Then they changed this man's music. And you got this epic theme that you have now. Fans caught on. They adopted a chant that came from my hometown of Memphis, Tennessee. Memphis, thank you so much for the originators of Whoop That Trick. But the crowd now chants it every single week. And it gets louder and louder no matter where they are. So I say this to say, Trick evolved from what he started out being. Carmelo, he kind of had to find himself a little bit, man. He lost his title. You know what I'm saying? And when he lost his title, you can't say you're him if you ain't got a championship no more to prove it. Right. Anytime he was always saying, I'm him, he had a championship by his side. Mm-hmm. But see, now, with Trick being, uh, unfortunately, where Trick is, um, Melo's the heel. So I have to ask you, Derek, uh, just in a summary of the story I explained to you and then seeing that beautiful promo, give me your, as the villain lover, give me your perspective of the production that you saw behind the execution of this man villainously in, in all-black attire with the chest out. Uh, Bal Bal Marion is what they were calling him last night. You know, he's a mixture. <laughs> <laughs> That's yeah, you hilarious. Ain't see it now. <laughs> yeah, <nah. laughs> you know what? Ooh. I love. So what I saw with mm-hmm. him, um, was my twin with cornrows and no beard. He looked Ooh. just like me. And I, I, you know, I, I'll give it to him. Mm-hmm. He, 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 he represents well. <laughs> he represents us well. <laughs> okay. Okay. Um, okay. I think that's what I would look like as a wrestler. I, just, just so everyone understands. Be that. I, 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 I see. Um, it. Okay. Yeah, I think production-wise, though, it was amazing. Like, I, I, I love that storytelling because, like, exactly when you're talking about the, the. Um, the spotlight. We don't. The spotlight that shutting down the, all the lights and only having that spotlight is is reserved mm-hmm. for like specific talent, as specific mm-hmm. stories. You don't see it often, and that mm-hmm. spotlight is something that that is kind of telling of like the next one of the next uh, bigger villains, right? So we saw the Rock mm-hmm. do it. We saw Batista mm-hmm. do it. Um, it's mm-hmm. one of those things that I love seeing. So you know, it shows. It's like from a from a production stamp standpoint, it shows that this person is on their own. Mm-hmm. They don't need anybody else. This is this is them. It's them and only them. You're not going to see anyone else. You're not going to hear from anyone else. Um, mm-hmm. so I love seeing those moments. I think it 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 told a, a great story. Um, just just from a visual perspective, but. Um, I think his on mic skills are, are are really good. I think he yeah. he he played the the crowd very well. Played the crowd very well, especially playing that the the um the intro, uh, tricks intro uh, music, and then just like, yes, like, it, it's faking them out. It's, it's those little psychological warfare moments that you love seeing. So, yes. no, I I thought I thought from from all of that, I think, um, it was very well done. Very well done. I I, yes. I enjoyed that. I enjoyed that a lot. So, yeah, no, I'm I, I'm 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 hype about seeing what happens with 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 Mello. Man, and that name, 
that name, you think about Melo, you think about Carmelo Anthony, right? Like, mm-hmm. I know the mm-hmm. younger generation thinks about Lamelo Ball, but we don't we don't acknowledge that. Of course, Carmelo of Anthony. Course. You know, yes. and and what did Carmelo do in his in his, in his career? Like, yeah, he's a he was a team guy, but he was like he he's on his own. He's on his own. Mm-hmm. He shoot those shots. He was going for the top, right? That's what he. That's yes. that was his. That was his perspective every time he went out there. So that's perfect. Mm-hmm. It was like it's it it's, it lines up perfectly, you know. Yeah. So yeah, I like it. And it's, it's it's funny you said that because guess his his known slogan is "Mellow Don't Miss." Right. Okay, um, basically and his Mello character did not was, miss. <laughs> and look, <laughs> Mello, Mello did not and, miss. And he, that. I he, hate when, he, when the stuff explained him. <laughs> <laughs> no, for real, bro. Because like, so I I remember loving that name too. You know that that's that WWE name because on the Indies he was Christian Casanova. Um, but his in-ring talent, trust me, he does things. When you get a chance to watch some of his matches, the things he can do in-ring as well from a high-flying standpoint, he's got the best of both worlds. He can give you a technical. He can give you high-flying. He can give you grapple. He can give you a little bit of everything, right? Mm-hmm. Um, and so, like, think Shelton Benjamin's the best way to describe uh, oh, how yeah. he works. Yeah, like he's yeah. he's almost like a Shelton Benjamin type in a sense. Like he can give you a little bit of everything. But one thing about Melo is that when they gave him that name in WWE, he rolled with it. Now, at first, when he first came into his own, if you watch the evolution of that character, shout out to WWE, they have like a timeline thing. So I don't know if they're going to do that with Melo at some point. But if they show you his evolution from when he started and he won that breakout NXT does this thing every year. I got to introduce you to another superstar in NXT by the name of Oba Femi. Talk about a black Batista if you've ever seen one. Oh, I've seen him. In African form. Oh, I've my goodness. <laughs> that man's only 25 years old, and he's just yeah. getting it, bro. Yeah. If you see the production on his entrance alone, you're like, oh, my God, this dude is next up. This man is a rookie, and they gave him a title on his first day. This man no, won the breakout tournament. <laughs> and then that man said, oh, you have a title match tonight? Hmm. I think I'll watch that closely. Match ends. Music hits. Boom. Give me that contract. Boom. boom give me that title. And that man came out, cut a promo, said, ever since I was a little boy, this is my destiny. Destiny to win. And I'm like, man, he means business. Yeah. <laughs> he does not stop it. So... I say that to say with Carmelo, when he won the uh, breakout tournament, which, by the way, just fun fact, three black men have won this breakout tournament since NXT started doing it. Unfortunately, one of them is no longer with the company and never did really capitalize because I think it was like a mental situation with him. Unfortunately, I don't even know if he wrestles anymore these days. Y'all know who I'm talking about. But aside from him, Obafemi, Carmelo Hayes, they have blossomed, right? And they have shined, truly. So when Melo came into the game, he was really just a really athletic guy. You saw it like, okay, this man is talented. But when he when he when he then branched off and he got trick. And Trick became his hype man, the head got bigger and the swag got deeper. 
Before you know it, he would hype up Melo. Melo had the tagline, Melo don't miss. I am him. And it just took off all throughout the last couple of years to where he won championships and he was just known for winning championships. Hence why he was him. So now, even though he's not a champion, it's like he's back in this bag of reminding himself of who he is while trying to put his own best friend in his place and say, hey, wait a minute. I'm him. You was my backup. Why are you trying to be him? You you just trying to be a mirror image of me now. You know what I'm saying? Like, I wanted to see you succeed, but not on this level where I'm at. That's that's my place. Mm-hmm. You're supposed to be behind me or beside me, not yeah. in front of me. So this is going to be a real good man. Me and Gresh was talking about it last night. We said when that man, when trick music really does hit and it's not a, a, a kayfabe moment of a of a Nah, he ain't faking y'all out this time. This man really finna come out here and whoop on <laughs> whoop on Mellow. Like, mm-hmm. bruh, that pop is gonna be eccentric. And I cannot wait for these two to more than likely the goal is they're gonna probably wrestle at uh NXT stand and deliver, which will be right there on WrestleMania weekend. So they're gonna get the mm-hmm. biggest stage. And when these brothers get that light to shine. Watch that match, Derek. I'm telling you now. Yeah. Oh, yeah. No, I definitely will be watching. going to steal the show. They are going, man, the emotion you're going to get in that match. Oh, my God. I can't yeah. wait for it. But um, I had to get your opinion on that, man, because uh, Trick and Melo, probably the best story ever in NXT television, to be honest. Now, yeah, it dragged a bit. Not gonna lie. It did drag at times because there were moments where it was like it was obvious. We knew Melo attacked Trick because yeah. the way he would act, right? Because yeah. it kept the 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 arrow would like be like, hey, Trick did it. No, I mean, hey, Melo did it. And Melo's like, no, I couldn't have done it. I wouldn't do you like that, bro. And then they would try to point the finger at somebody else, attack that person, beat up that person. Then they're like, oh, I didn't do it. But thanks for the spotlight or this and that. People just, it just dragged, but I see why it had to drag because they wanted to get it to this point. Um, so that being said, man, that's NXT. Um, I won't go down the entire show. Like I said, I did review it with my boy Gresh last night. This was really just intended to be a discussion-based episode. Shout out to my boy Derek, man. He 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 is showing y'all, even as a casual, my boy held his own oh, on today, man. man. Uh, look, we went a little longer no than choice. we initially no intended, choice. but that's good conversation for you, man. We we didn't mean to go this long with it for this specific episode. Again, shout out to my girl Ash Benny. Uh, we miss you, sis. I know you had to handle some business today, but uh, Derek did a good job filling in for you, so we can still put the content out there. But y'all make sure y'all follow us on TikTok at Life's a Botch underscore OTS. She's got some content coming right on the TikTok for y'all, so make sure you show us some love. Uh, appreciate y'all appreciate y'all for just really showing us support man um every download every share every play thank y'all so much man um please 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 continue to just share this we're working on getting this more and more consistent for you guys um make sure you check out the independent spotlight uh the independent spotlight is a under under you know like a sub show behind this one where we basically just get with independent talents, mostly local here in Atlanta, but also 
uh, subject to anyone outside of the Atlanta area where we sit down with an independent wrestler, get to know them, talk about, you know, their background, who they are, who their character is, why you should want to watch them, this upcoming individual grow and mold into the next big thing. Um, and so, yeah, check out the Independent Spotlight. Late, latest episode was episode two with my boy Dion Summers. Summertime, yeah. baby, summertime. Uh, you know, shout out to uh, Trey Shaw, Shaw the Ripper. Uh, he's next up. We got him coming up on next week. Uh, but like I said, make sure y'all check out the latest two episodes, which features Dion Summers and episode one with my boy August Artois. Um, and yeah, man, we just got, we, we're going to keep them coming. We're going to keep them coming. Uh, uh, follow us on TikTok. Follow us on all social outlets. Life's a botch underscore OTS. Life's a botch underscore OTS. Um, and of course, the platform behind this very platform, hence the underscore OTS. Because without OTS, man, Life's a botch does not exist for y'all. And y'all can't get this good, fun entertainment. So make sure you follow all things OTS Media Co. That is all things OTS Media Co. Now, Sir Derek, as the face of this brand, in a sense, you know, from behind the scenes and all that good stuff, I know <laughs> you, you give everybody different faces, but, you know, as the person behind the brand, I got to ask you, my friend, uh, what's some updates? What, what's some stuff you are allowed to share with the likes of Botch mm. audience about OTS and what we got coming up, man. Mm. <laughs> allowed to share is is that's crazy. Um. Okay. Uh, fans is coming back, and okay. for those that don't really know too much about it, it's where we battle. Uh, well, we we have discussions, uh, weekly discussions, but then also. Uh, the battles, the battles almost like versus, except better. And mm -hmm. um, for those that have not seen it before, uh, please go check it out on on you our YouTube channel. We haven't had a, a a show, we haven't had a battle in maybe two years now. But um, started bringing the show back to where it's an episodic format um, last year, and then had to put a pause on it so that we can kind of like reformat and figure certain things out. For those that are extremely excited about it, fans will be coming back, I believe, at the beginning of next month. Uh, and um, I guess we can go ahead and announce it. Ashley is the new co-host on the show. Ashley. Hey! So Shout out to Denny's Ashley. Block, Denny's go. block is extending. She, 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 she's got some more blocks to cover, you know. So on, um, she will be the co-host with uh, Sir Chris. Um, looking forward to seeing them uh, together, and um, this is gonna be bigger than anything. I think I, I'm gonna I'm gonna go ahead and hype it up, man. I'm gonna hype it up. This is gonna be Come bigger on. than One Hudson Park. This is, this is bigger than Versus. You Ooh. know, this is gonna be. This will be bigger than The Breakfast Club. I'm telling oh. you right now. If you actually oh. want to cover the uh uh, uh not only music uh, uh news. But the culture in general, you want to cover that. You want to have fun with it. Um, you need to be a fan. So uh, fans is here. We're back um, and bigger than ever. And I'm excited about that. Um, we have stuff that we can't uh, announce yet. 
I believe uh, we will be able to announce it very soon. Um, but but Dwayne and I are both excited about what's to come. Uh, pause. And it's going to be a lot of stuff that you're going to be able to see uh, that, that will be fun for everybody on every level. Independent artists, mm -hmm. um, uh, uh, um, content creators. Uh, it's just we have something that's that we'll, we will be showing you guys pretty soon. I mean, I'm beyond excited to, to share that news. So um, yeah. please be on the lookout for that one. Come on, man. You heard it. You heard it. You heard it. You heard it right here from the direct source, the man, the brain behind all of this operation. Um, so please, 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 please. Again, if you want to hear more about these updates and things like that, man, these announcements, make sure you are following the brand. It is most important. Uh, subscribe to the brand. That's how you find our episodes. Again, to those of you who probably want to see the visual version of the show, make sure you head to OTS Media Co. Okay, on YouTube. Hit that subscribe button uh, and then make sure you hit the notification bell. All right. And then every time OTS drops a new episode of any show, Life's a Botch, Sideline Guys, uh, you know, any any of the shows out there, Realish, you name it, right? Anytime you hit that, 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 that notification bell, when fans comes back, when Plugged In is back. Uh-huh. Yeah, yeah. I yes, thought we forgot about that one, huh? No, no, no. When all of those are back, make sure you hit that subscribe and the notification bell so that you know you can catch the nearest video. And please, please, please like, comment, and most certainly share so that more people can get word of this very, very dope momentous occasion. Um, as always, man, I thank y'all for rocking with us here at Life's a Botch. I appreciate y'all uh, for always just again, every share, every like, every comment. Thank you for uh, your interactions with us on the socials, your interactions with us, man. Uh, we got a lot of dope people coming. We're working on getting some other guests in the future, uh, some collabors, you know, collabor collaborating with some other uh, content creators out there, those willing. Um, but in the meantime, like I said, either way, we're going to keep doing what we do because that's what we do. You know what I mean? Uh, be on the lookout, man. Uh, my wrestling freestyles are coming back, okay? Me and Goresh will be collabing back on the wrestling freestyles. So I'm not going to tell y'all exactly who, but it's Black History Month. So just know we starting off black first. But the wrestling freestyles are making their comeback. And 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 believe you me, I got a lot that I've been studying where I'm like, okay, I, I want to hop on this, 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 and this. Uh, so best believe y'all stay tuned for that. Um, let's see what else do I oh shout out to Platinum Championship Wrestling they don't officially sponsor us as of yet but, but trust you me they will uh, <laughs> but uh, Platinum Championship Wrestling if you guys live in Georgia specifically if you're in the Covington area and you happen to hear this uh, we will be in the building myself and Derek will be in the building this Friday night at 8pm Covington Georgia for Platinum Championship Wrestling because two of my favorite guys, as we just mentioned on the Independent Spotlight, will be actually performing that night in the ring. Shout out to my boy Trey Shaw, aka Shaw the Ripper, and Beyond Summers. They will be in the building at Platinum Championship Wrestling. Tickets are $8 for adults, $5 for the kids. Trust me, 
you don't want to miss out on what's going to be a really incredible event it's going down and we're going to get some on-spot interviews you know what i'm saying your boy's gonna get some on-spot interviews with the talent maybe even get our feet wet in there with some promoters and see what we can work up on collaborating with ots and you know kind of make some things happen you feel me um but also shout out to um all caribbean wrestling your boy is going to post up. It's going to be out in the College Park area. We got all Caribbean wrestling, say it loud, featuring one of my girls that have been on the show, a friend of the podcast, Miss Cassandra Golden. Uh, you know, she'll be in the building. Shout out to another guest in front of the pod, my boy, D'Angelo De Niro, a.k.a. The Pope, a.k.a. Elijah Burke. Uh, he will be in the building as well. Uh, Miss Red Velvet will be in attendance. We got so many people popping up, my guys. So I cannot wait to be in the building to show some love and all that good stuff, man. So again, if you haven't already, man, just make sure you follow. Thank y'all so much for your support. Without y'all, we wouldn't be able to do this. Uh, and so that about does it. Like I said, until next week, Ash Benny will be back in the building. But thank you to my brother from another, Mr. Derek Myers. Hopping in and stepping in. Oh, what you got, B? I don't get my box for the week. Oh, you're right. Silly me. You're right. You're right. You know what? Before we close out, that's right. It's botch of the week. Y'all know what time it is. (laughs) That was a botch. That was a botch. Now, it may not be the botch, but it was a botch on Life's a Botch. So, thank you, Derek, for reminding me of that. That's why you produce, man, my friend. That's exactly why you do it. So, Without further ado, we'll save that for the time code then. So we already know, you know, we'll put that in time code real quick, you know, uh, uh, insert in time code right here. Botch <laughs> of the week, ladies and gentlemen. For our botch of the week, I'm going to pass this thing to my guest first. And I'm going to ask you, Derek, sir, what is your botch of the week? Uh, I'm going to give the botch of the week to all barbers. I'm going to tell you Ooh. why. Okay. Come on. Because there's no way in hell you ever have a client sit in your chair and ask for the Travis Kelsey. What the hell is any why would you allow anybody to sit in your chair and ask for a classic cut like that and call it the Travis Kelsey? It's called the fade. We've been getting it for years. Martin Luther King had it, bro. Okay. Like what are we talking about here? What are we talking about here? The fade is classic to black Americans, okay? This is our haircut. Don't do that. Don't do that. I'm going to go get mine next week. So don't do that, man. <laughs> we 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 <laughs> that that Come is on. native to us, all right? That ain't Travis Come Kelsey. Come on. And you know what? I blame the NFL too. You know why? Because you've been putting us uh, uh, Taylor Swift in that in that suite. And and giving this color coverage to her all year long, and so everybody's been caught mm-hmm. up in the whole Taylor Swift thing to the point now, where you acted as if Travis Kelsey wasn't Travis Kelsey before he got it, before he, before he got with her. All right, I, actually, you know why he's got that that fade because he was a black, he was with a black woman. Don't try, come on, don't now. try that. All right, that's how he got that haircut. Okay. All right, she introduced uh-huh. him to that haircut, and he's been getting it ever since. All right, so so I, I'm giving a botch of the week to all barbers. Don't don't do that again. Don't do that again. We not we not we we don't we don't tolerate that. <laughs> we don't tolerate that. 
Oh man, see, you heard it right there from the source himself, baby. That 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 was beautiful, D. Um, because I did see <laughs> that, and I said, "That's just straight up absurd, bro. Like, why are we doing this to people? You know what I'm saying? Like, why are we doing this to them?" Um, if I'm gonna be honest on what my botch of the week would be. Ooh, my friend, not going to lie to you, this this might be a situation where I'm going to have to go into the gaming world here. With my, I, I might I might have to go into the gaming world with it, bro. Um, I'm, I'm, I'm waiting to see if I, if I accurately call this here, but uh, let me see. Ladies and gentlemen, I'm going to give my botch of the week to quite possibly Suicide Squad killed the Justice League. <laughs> yeah. You know, on paper, sometimes you do things and you say, that sounds like a good idea. That, that, you know, in an arc like this, who wouldn't want to attempt to kill the Justice League? And we like the Suicide Squad. I mean, they've grown in popularity. Let's, let's make a video game. You know, the last movie seemed to be decently enough successful you know let's let's see if we can make a video game out of this yeah no no um that was a little all over the place (laughs) and from what i've seen what i'm hearing it ain't doing too hot right now people not at all not even a little bit you know what i'm saying and with that DC, how can I put this? You're failing in the cinematic universe. You do greatly in the animated universe. But if you can't conquer the gaming universe, we got a problem. They were, though. That Arkham Knight series, that trilogy, that was fire. That was fire. Yeah. That Arkham, that, especially that that last one. That Arkham Knight was, that yeah. was nice. Yeah. Oh no, for sure. But that was nice. <laughs> the problem is, bro, it's like since Arkham Knight, it's just been it's been failures. When are we gonna get a Superman game? You know, that's a good question. Uh, you know, I wouldn't mind a Superman game actually. It'd be OP as all get out, but I wouldn't oh, have mind a it. choice. That 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 needs to be <laughs> minimum uh uh Grand Theft Auto level in terms of open space. Like you you need you need something. So but... do you think it would be a situation where you could dare I say choose what side of right you want to be on? Because even though Superman's the ultimate boy scout, mm-hmm. you could Put fear into the city and just you know. Depends, depends. I need, I need an actual open world. Like you need to be able to go, yeah, the entire globe, right? And I think what you mm-hmm. need to do is implement a uh, Google Maps type of thing. You can, you can, you can customize the the landscape pretty easily okay. based on those models. You can, you, I mean, it, it's going to take some time, but you you can do it. And yeah. you okay. make. You make an actual open world to where we can actually go out of space to a little bit. You do battles. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, like 
I wouldn't mind seeing it. I wouldn't mind seeing it, but they're gonna mess it up, so I don't want to see it. I don't. They probably would, man. It, it it depends on the developer. Um, but I actually like the concept of that. We should get. It has been a while, a real while since we got a Superman game. Hmm. It, it makes sense. You know, you, you 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 yeah. Do, do you actually uh you gave you gave a good good aspect right there, my friend. But uh, in the meantime. I have to get that much to the Suicide Squad video game just because, I mean, like I said, to each his own if you like it. Yeah. I haven't had a chance to fully play it, but just off visual of what I've seen from it, kind of like, eh, it looks like too much going on. Like, the color, the, the, the feel, it just doesn't seem like something you'd ideally want to play. Now, could be wrong. I might take that botch back next week or the week after or whenever I decide to chance to check check it out. Right? But for the most part, based off reviews, it ain't it. It ain't it. Yeah. I'm I'm so, gonna, I wanna give it a try. See what it was like. It's not it's not been something that I've heard, you know, great things about, but it doesn't scream James Gunn's movie to me. So I'm I'm intrigued yeah mm, yeah we'll, we'll, we'll reserve judgment on it and we'll see what happens but i had to just temporarily throw it in my box of the week because your boy ran out of ideas in the moment for right now i mean i could i could have went a different route but i was like nah i gave them fans enough attention last night yeah so we ain't gonna do them them fans trying to send death threats on scripted yeah. sports yeah. but uh anyway yeah 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 yep. <laughs> anyways ladies and gentlemen again we did our intro uh, our outros the only thing i didn't get to ask was brother Derek. tell the people where they can find and follow your brilliant mind sir oh man uh well you can follow me at Derek underscore ots that's d-e-r-r-i-c-k the black way to spell it um mainly follow the ots page i'm mainly on there so uh, ots media co all social media platforms ots media on youtube like Dwayne said hit that like button that notification bell and subscribe um we got a lot of great content uh coming toward you guys and and you know looking forward to to doing more so you know please please be on the lookout for it <laughs> sounds like a plan you heard the man so all this left do is for y'all to just go listen man go listen go follow uh sorry that we held y'all as long as we did even though some of y'all that are faithful listeners are probably used to us going about one or two hours but like i said with yeah. this intent <laughs> with my brother that wasn't the intent for today but yes, i appreciate sir. him rocking with me on today uh stepping in uh at a moment where i needed him most and said d i need you on the show can you hop on he said, i got you brother we here let's go uh so Again, man, thank y'all so much for rocking with us. Until next time, y'all already know how we do. I need everybody in the building to stop what you're doing. Take out those two sweet signs, baby. Throw them up real high. Give me one good old two sweet. Peace, baby. Yes, sir. Until next time, as always, we love you. And we'll see y'all next week. <laughs>